what Apple hardware the panel picked and why, and cycle tracking on the Apple Watch. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two in a three-part Mac Voices live conversation that had a lot of different subjects going. This time around, we polled the panel on what Apple devices, new Apple devices they purchased, which configurations and why, and also get into an intense discussion of the new cycle tracking capabilities of the Apple Watch. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. All right, so just for fun, I, I did a, a continuity camera shot um, with my iPhone 12 Pro. And, and of course, the image is sitting in um, uh, preview now. But since I haven't saved it, there, I can't tell you what format it currently oh, is. I can tell you right now because normally I'm looking at it right now, too. And the raw is usually up at the top right. It's not there. Okay, so so it's uh it's sitting in preview as H E I C. Right. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Which is still gonna be good for about ninety percent of the people out there. Right. Just uh, that that ten percent give or take that we're talking about that really want the pro raw. And speaking Excuse of me, the pro raw format. Continuity you know, camera. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. real fast. Can anybody does anybody else have the problem where it keeps trying to connect to your Mac? At this point, when you turn it on, or is that a bug that I'm having? I'm betting that's a bug. Yeah. Oh, all right. I haven't seen that. That's fine. Um, anything else um, that anybody has seen or jumps out at them? Um, is everybody getting their new stuff? Well, that was going to be my next question, Jim. Yeah. But Andrew, what were you going to say before we get to that? Uh, one last thing I wanted to mention is that this the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max do have that 48 megapixel sensor, but that only those larger, you know, raw file formats only happen if you're shooting in pro apples for raw if you're just shooting if you have that turned off it's just going to continue with their regular 12 megapixel file sizes that we're all used to right now uh correct me if i'm wrong um because i still haven't watched any of the the keynote stuff um so uh when you're shooting what normal people will shoot, which is not 48 megapixel stuff. Uh, what the sensor is doing is grouping um, the uh, the pixels. So you're getting more light for each pixel that you will see in the 12 megapixel shot. So potentially more detail. Yeah, they did have that quad pixel new feature that kind of groups pixels for some feature or another. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw on Twitter, Halide posted a tweet about this and they said uh, the the sensor will like, if if you have Pro Raw turned off, it will like kind of crop the sensor, the, the photo that you're taking to make it that, you know, 12 megapixel uh, file size. But okay. I, I, no, I, th- I thought it was like what, 
um, Jeff said, but not more detail. I think it's just more light per pixel. More light per pixel. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, so it's, which it's is a turning good four smaller pixels into one pixel that gets saved, and I think it averages. So you know, it's maybe a little more accurate and more better in and low less, light. Yeah, and less yeah, noise in general. Like and less noise. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot about that quad pixel. Um, I mean, we've I've heard some people talk about it, but I really haven't seen any articles on it. It'll be interesting to see once this gets into the hands of the folks who know how to measure those things, just what the implications are before and after. So, um, yeah, so before we go on, I want to know what everybody ordered or if you ordered anything. Because um, I know we, last week we talked about what we would order. What did what did anybody actually order? Eric, start with you. What what did you actually order? Because you were the guy I think that was going to order one of everything. Well, my case came in. <laughs> Which <laughs> me too. I was I was all excited. I you know a picture was sent and it it looks like a phone kind of thought, oh they sent me one early but um yeah it's a case. Hmm. Yeah. Which which phone did you get? Did you go for though? Uh, I went with the Pro Max. Um, The and and I got the extra size. I I a couple of years ago I swore I'd never get a phone larger than five twelve, and then I looked at the specs for the shooting of the pictures that I really like to shoot, and then decided that I could never go on a trip without a network because I'd run out of space. So I got extra, extra space. So I went with a full terabyte. Oh, the big boy. Okay. Um, I, Eric, I did exactly the same thing. I didn't intend to do it. But when I started looking at the specs and thinking about the use cases, I will try to put this phone to, it just made sense, especially when I took my, my 13 Pro Max and looked at how much space I'm using on there. And I'm not doing any of the projects I'm thinking about doing. It's like, yeah, I've got to go with the terabyte. So, Patrice, did you place any orders? I did. Um, both the, the Apple Watch Series 8 and also a new, like, a deep purple iPhone 14 Pro Max in 256. Because I really, I mean, I'm I'm barely using the space on this one. But my case came in. I mean, I'm not using an Apple case, so I got a speaking one. Yes. Okay. So, okay, yeah, Andrew. Um, I I did order the iPhone 14. I'm tempted by the those new AirPods Pro. I didn't order them yet, but I definitely will at some point in the future. Okay, Jeff. I know you didn't get to do all the research you would normally do. Did you place any orders, or are you waiting? I didn't place any orders. By the time I had. Uh, the opportunity to actually start doing some research, everything is already backordered. So at that point, I was like, okay, I'm not in a rush for anything. Um, but based on what I what I have learned so far, uh, on a side note, um, it's it was really interesting being in a position where I couldn't even watch the keynote. And so I've just kind of been uh, uh, learning everything by going in and doing some reading. Uh, very different experience for me. Um, anyhow, so what what I will likely order at some point is the the 14 Pro with at least 256 
and uh, and a 41 millimeter uh, Apple Watch. The the new AirPods. I need to do a little bit more research on those because um, I'm not sure if I would get any uh, real tangible value replacing my current iPod or AirPods Pro. Um, and and it may very well be that I just haven't done enough research to to look to be able to say, oh, actually, I really do need these. But you know that that's where I am right now. Interesting, interesting. Um, I have a question for the watch people. We'll we'll finish the round here. Um, Jim, what uh, what did you order, if anything? Yeah, I got up at woke up at five in the morning. And had a little bit of trouble with the store app on the iPad and with uh, Apple Pay. So um, the order probably didn't go th- through until maybe 5.15. I'm not sure exactly. And I ordered a, a purple iPhone 14 Max, 5.12. And when I ordered it, it said pick up on Friday at the, at the Apple store, local, which is what I requested. And I'm like, great. Went to went back to sleep, and I got up. The confirmation said it will be shipped to you September twenty eighth through October third. So, ugh. hmm. Okay. Keep checking the website. So far, it hasn't changed. It does. Yeah. Um, so every morning, if you go up and look at some of the phones, sometimes a local store would have the model you're looking for, and it will actually give you some options underneath of similar places or stores. And if you buy it and reserve it, you could swap it. So I have a whole PSA about what I've kind of done like that too, but. Okay. Oh, you're saying check the website to see if it's available locally. Yeah. Earlier from Apple. So you're not saying check my order to see if that changes. Nope. I'm saying, I'm saying if you find it, even though you ordered it, if you find it locally on Friday, which very well might, because it happens. Then you could cancel your web order and have your phone on Friday. So right. I yeah. too. I've heard I've heard stories from people where like they, they came in like two hours late and were able to order for pickup on Friday. To about three hours ago, because my, my son's looking for one now too. I'll get to that when it gets to me. But um but two three hours ago I could still get the phone I want at a store that's not the closest, but the one a little bit further, it's not that far uh, Friday. So, I mean, it, it's, it's hit or miss, but it's out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what report, what the reports are as far as availability for the deep purple color. That seems to be really very, very popular. Um, and so I've, I, I ordered a black because, you know, I, just, I, I read that that's... the black was the most ordered. I ordered what? black. I got that oh, one. I, I did you say most ordered, Jim, or most, most backward? That's what I read. Oh, I read. I, yeah, I think it is because it's sort of the default color. I wonder if Apple makes mm. more of the, you know, the black phones compared to some of the others because they know how many people. Oh, I wonder I think how, they, how they, they I'm mean, sure they try to guess that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, uh, they anecdotally, a lot of people order the purple, apparently. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm, my impression. <laughs> Yeah. So David, it's always this funny story. It's always on that situations. Sometimes you end up with a pink phone because you want that on launch day. You get the, the pink phone nobody wants, and so close. So many times I've come close to doing that. I'm like, it's 
always on the case. It's always on the case. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. David, what did you order? Got the uh, iPhone 14 Pro Max in deep purple, uh, 256. I uh, had actually a very good experience this year. Last year, I had trouble with uh, the Apple card not working properly, but I still was able to recover and still get it uh, that, that that following Friday. And I'm going to be get, getting mine on the on this this coming uh, Friday. Um, good. And uh, I did decide to go and order the uh, AirPods Pro uh, version two. So those won't ship until the they don't arrive until the 23rd. Um, for now, I'm going to hold off on the watch and see where that goes and do a little more research and. I just don't see uh, anything that's going to really uh, spark me to, to go for my Series Seven here, but uh, you know, I'm I'm going to resist. Yeah, <laughs> Brittany, how about you? I I don't think you ordered a phone because I know you're not into the big phones. I, I'm not into the big phones. I did, however, get a watch. Okay, an we'll ultra, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll look great <laughs> on my wrist. It'll not weigh me down at all. No, not that there aren't tempting, interesting things, but um, I mean, I'm a sucker for all biometrics, but it's literally replacing a test I'm already doing every day. So, yeah. New Warren, biometrics did, are always fun. Yeah. Or what mm-hmm. did you buy or order? Warren? Oh, yeah. What did, what did you I order? Which one did you order? Um, so I went to, um, I got the Black 256 Pro Max that's coming Friday. Um, and I just get a, uh, another just basic aluminum series eight, uh, which also comes Friday. Um, so my, my PSA in story is basically I went on order day. I started having a little bit of problems, but I got right through, uh, eventually, but I found after I ordered the next day, I found a T-Mobile kind of announced their you know, promotions, um, which were pretty good after, the, you know, after launch day. So long story short is I got $720 for, for my phone for Apple as a trade-in towards the phone, you know, no holds bars. That's what they're doing. T-Mobile, when you kind of add the, the bill credits, things like that, you get a thousand dollars from them. So it's a hundred, it's $280. Difference. Um, so I called them. I spoke to them. They can't switch it to the other T-Mobile promotion, but um, she said, if you want, after you get your phone, go to Apple with the phone. You don't have to return or anything, but they could sell you back your phone. They've done it back. They're the only place I could do it. So if you bought, the the moral is if you bought something on order and you want to change your mind because maybe uh, uh uh, maybe a, a deal came up uh, better from uh, one of the uh, providers. You could do it after the fact by going to the store. And that's the only way to do it. Okay. For those of you who purchased a watch, convince David and I what what was the what were the features or what was the feature that you said, "Hey, I need to upgrade." I have no lack of self-control and I know that if I if I, <laughs> I don't buy, if I don't buy it now, then two months from now I'm kind of buy it anyways because the watch is that kind of thing and, where and when I, I do I feel better if I waited two to two, two to five so, months. It's basically the kind of thing where Apple makes, you know, there's so many varieties of it and people have in their mind the exact watch they want. So they play this game where 
they make it hard to get it and you know you're gonna have to wait months and months and months and then you stroll into an apple store and like yes yeah, so you don't have that you know aluminum gold in it with a band They're like, oh yeah we do and then you have to buy it because that's the one you wanted and that's what apple does so that's happened to me that's exactly what happened last year to me I didn't buy the watch and then I stole into the Apple store. I said, you don't have the green, you don't have the green 44 with the green band. Do you? Cause that's, yeah. Oh yeah. We have it. So, So, um, for me, it's just don't go into Apple stores. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. For me, I mean, I'm coming from a six, so there were a couple of things. I mean, there is the, the new, like as Brittany said, like the new, the new sensors, new data. That's always the thing. Um, better battery life. Um, it's slightly better apparently compared to my six. I mean, I think the seven even was. Um, and faster charging and the brighter and slightly bigger screen, uh, which I think was also on this on the seven already so, to some extent. Um, yeah, that, that sold me on it. And it was okay. time. So. so no really? ultras. Nobody got the ultra, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, there were no tiny fluctuations in things like your heart rate and temperature while you're sleeping can be the <laughs> first signs that you are fighting off an infection. Mm-hmm. And sure is nice or to pregnant. know, so you know exactly when to pop the zinc because the sooner you do things like that and get rest and oddly some exercise, uh, the less likely you are to deeply succumb to an illness. Oh, I f- that reminds me, mm-hmm. guys. I got the eight because my wife and I are trying again. So, right. Hmm. Okay. for her. No, for me. Well, it's it'll joke. help you less, but yeah, in that regard. <laughs> the, but, the joke, the joke yeah. is we're, we're fifty four years old and we're not trying. And uh, that's, that's I, if you're comfortable that's, saying here, did she track before the watch her basal body temperature? It's, there was kits, right? I think that we. Uh, um, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> you don't know the answer. That's okay. I do. You know can have answer. her email me. This was this was like in, like Chuck. This was like in, in the 1900s when we didn't have technology to to do this kind of stuff. But you had remember, they just wasn't there to. wasn't there a device or something that we, they did have that would kind of track the cycles? Um. So temperature has been used for a really long time. Um. Ovulation predictor kits have become more common. Maybe that was they a, they give different like pieces of information. I think um, cool. but temperature has a really always been how you verified that ovulation has actually occurred. So when 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 the woman comes out and says it's a good time, it's because she has uh, temperature. No, that's when she says, "Eh, I don't have to anymore." Um, oh, the okay. ovulation predictor <laughs> kit and and other metrics that I will spare you all from are how you tell that it is coming, so to speak. Okay. <laughs> but, the, but back to the watch. The watch doesn't do anything because the 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 only thing I heard about the temperature sensor temperature sensor was that it's good for trying to become pregnant. It, it actually is so very it useful. It doesn't do anything else really of of importance, is what I read. No, yeah. you can you can also detect infections, for example. Yeah, but I thought it doesn't. I mean, they didn't say anything like that. They were no, very cautious about their phrasing. And the notification mm-hmm. will specifically be something like, we've noticed an increase in heart rate, which is what the heart rate one has been. We've noticed a slight increase while you're sleeping, like at night in your temperature. And mm-hmm. you, it's your job to interpret those for, because that's what their lawyers said and say, gosh, 
I'm going to start sleeping earlier and take some zinc. But it is weird that, I mean, the whole press conference, Apple did not make a big deal over other benefits of no, thermometer they, other than ovulation. And then, they mentioned it in like one, like one part yeah. of sentence where they were like, oh, by the way. It was like, the first thing and then they spent longer on the other, but a lot of people don't know about Because most people, I mean, if <laughs> the percentage of people trying to have a baby is much less than people who want enough to getting sick. Yeah, so, but there's only so much they can say about that because, again, lawyers. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's a thing, too, you could yeah. use lawyers. I mean, baby making is especially... It's, like, it's actually you know, useful you know, more like... To tell you the truth, well, It's useful for people tracking other health metrics if you are a person who ovulates. So, yeah. I just found it weird that they didn't emphasize more about the temperature sensor other than for women tracking. And if I was their lawyer, I would have told them not to, too. Mm -hmm. Same. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I mean, give it a couple of years. Yeah. You saw it with the ECG and so on. Yeah. Right. Jim, well, you said, you and said you have to be careful because some of the things that you could claim uh, would require uh, uh, federal uh, regulation FDA. approval. Well, that's but the, that's what the, that's what the um, the thing that you put your finger on. At first, it wasn't approved, and they told you that. Mm -hmm. They said, they said uh, that is a uh, EFIB. It was EFIB. It's not uh, right, but that that served a single approved. purpose. Right, so they had to say what that said, was. Right. But I and think so here they're just picking thing. a single purpose, mm -hmm. and it also happens to be a purpose that's really good to to mention because Apple Watch has been sorely lacking in features that uh, that women can use. Mm -hmm. Right. What and I think what, it's well, kind wait, of wait, wait, wait. What what <clears throat> what can men use that women can't use? Well, women can use that. It's not about what men can use that women can't. It's what's not there for women. Right. Okay. All right. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash Mac Voices. Jim, Jim, you were trying to say something, and, uh, and then you cut out completely and froze. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. Um, I, I think it's kind of telling that I can go to the drugstore and buy a device for like five, six bucks that they will definitely claim that they'll tell me if I have a fever. <laughs> and, you know, Apple's uh, multi-hundred dollar before. device. This is they, before a fever. They, it's you don't have a fever yet. It's detecting very, very small fluctuations. Yeah, you're talking about ovulation. I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about early indications of of fighting off an illness. Brittany, can a sensor on but, the top of your wrist accurately measure your temperature? And I think that's where we're getting at. <clears throat> and the answer is no, not, not no, yet. Not at no. this, yeah. not at this compromise that Apple was willing to make on battery life. Mm -hmm. um, I've heard arguments to the contrary that I'm not at liberty to disclose any further, <laughs> but mostly, no, it's not going to give you a number. It's only going to tell you if it's deviating from your normal and by how much. Right. So we have, we have indicators. I, I've right? also, we have the head, the head. I've also read time. that the, the wrist is a really poor place to measure temperature. Right. right. And that's why they have always, two sensors. They'll measure, but they'll measure. Right. You, know, you need to measure, like the watch should have something that they could sell you that if you, uh, but, that you, well, the, 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 the big, 
the big difference is if Apple were if Apple were to claim and Apple were to do that, then as Jeff said, they would need FDA approval. So yeah. right now they're simply saying we're gonna like we have something that kind of works and where we can get some information out of it, even if it's not on a like legal basis, like medical information. But they, I mean, they they will collect that data and then improve the thing that that you have and improve the, the tracking. That's right. always that's always the, the approach. I mean, otherwise Apple would have to spend the next four to five years like getting FDA approval for a medical device. How, how, there are six dollar devices at TVS that apparently have that approval. So I don't think it's that hard to get. It's just that the device doesn't work very well for that. Which well, is the fine. Device you buy at, the <laughs> device you buy at the drugstore tells you specifically where you want on your body where to put it. And mm -hmm. yeah, right. that's the problem. So I mean yeah. I'm not so, saying that Apple did a bad job, but it's on your wrist. So they're you know, well, it, it's done. an area that is not well researched. Let's put it right. But there, you said that it doesn't work sometimes and sometimes it does, hmm. which doesn't make sense to me because it's a constant, right? It's it's if you have something pasted to your body that's reading what it thinks to be a normal temperature, something changes in your body that changes whatever that, you know, whatever it's doing. That's a constant. Like, how would it not work? All the time. I think like it's, it's not, not that accurate. It's it your your one on, of the reasons it wants to do it at night is there's fewer factors involved for it to filter out. Do the same thing with asking people to be still with measuring brainwaves. Um, but also, if you're looking at a basal body temperature, you're looking at another decimal point past what goes on a normal thermometer. And so you're looking at much smaller fluctuations. It's like if you're a degree or two above normal, your doctor be like, eh, whatever. And they well, don't consider and, that a fever or serious fluctuation. Well, and to you know, to Jim's point, you know, you can go and buy that six dollar thermometer, but how do you know that it really is that accurate? And does it need to be that accurate? You know, for what Brittany's talking about, you need a, a lot greater degree of accuracy. Well, With that, you know, but it's uh, not it, consistently the same, right? Yeah. Well, but Warren, you're right. I mean, you know, I've had this with my doctor, you know, about some of the automatic blood pressure cuffs. Right. You know that it's not it's it's not necessarily calibrated exactly like the doctor's office is, so it's it's there designed to give you an idea of what's going on. You get a yeah, baseline, and, no matter what crappy device you have on your body reading your measurement, it, it could be five or five million you know difference. But if it's it's, it's a baseline gauge, so right. if, if that number goes up, something's different, or down, and something's different. You know, mm -hmm. I could buy a thermometer from CVS that tells me I. I have um, 56 degrees, but as, if I take it again and I'm 80, I knew something changed. So, you know, if it, if it, if you take 56 if, if you degrees, a, Warren, you're in the way out. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 56 or 80, if you get any of those, you're either yeah. dead or your thermometer is. Well, it could be in Celsius. So, that's happened. How many times you bought, how many times no, have doesn't I matter what bought like an electronic thermometer off Amazon? And it's in Celsius because it's coming from a country that uses Celsius. I have to yeah, well, out. Celsius would be 38. I didn't do the math. Yeah, okay. e either either of those temperatures that that uh, Warren suggested in Celsius, uh, you're dead. And apparently, like, you, you've got a lot of energy in your body. You're probably yeah. on fire. You're probably on fire. Yes. So, so last question for me, Brit Brittany, since you're the doctors, do you think Apple ever considered using AirPods as a measure of temperature 
Um, I absolutely think that that has been tested in a lab before. Because mm-hmm. that, um, that is a much better place to get a constant temperature, I think. Because usually you uh, think, yeah. I mean, you point there that you that work you want to do it during exercise and stuff like that, right? So maybe they could do like the thing that you do toward, you know, the not the contact one, but the something like that. It's kind of made for an AirPod, right? You're right there. It, I, oh. I I have wanted them to do that. But again, you're talking about like, still you're you're moving and stuff and it sure. won't be as you know uh, mm-hmm. constant for for the subtle things but it would be so, interesting and i wish they would and it means your pots have to be bigger yeah slightly i mean the, the the big difference is your watch you're wearing all day your airpods you're not that's what i was going to and all night yeah Right, but if it's a better yeah, measurement right. of temperature, then people would start wearing them more often. And <laughs> well, they would need better battery life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not. I mean, I can. I don't think that would be great for monitoring. I mean, I can see it as a diagnostic thing about, you know, add to the add to an app on the phone. You know, okay, turn my left or right ear AirPod on and check my temperature, or combine them and see what's going on. But, and the fact but, is, they're probably going to use that space for battery or just make the thing smaller, like realistically, mm-hmm. because that's not the job of an AirPod primarily. But yeah, it's interesting, huh? You know, an interesting thing is an iPhone doesn't have a thermometer, doesn't measure temperature. No, it does. Well, yeah, it has a computer. No, it doesn't. It, has a, it knows course. when it gets too hot. Mine tells me yeah. it's over hot heating all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, doesn't measure, it does not measure. Measure ambient air temperature. Okay, no. that that is a That's correct true. statement. That's, yeah. yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah, but and, I mean, certainly I've that's largely seen devices because... you could connect to it. Though I mean, there's well, yeah, sure. The, apparently, the problem is that the iPhone itself generates, you know, heat that would make it, you know, pretty much impossible to accurately measure ambient yeah. temperature. I noticed that maybe the watch, the Ultra, might. Have that? I'm not sure. No, the, I mean, the, the the thing with the watch is, and 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 that's something that's very much important for the Apple Watch. Apple is looking at it. What can they add to the market that others can't do, or or that 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 is not easily accessible? A temp, like measuring your temperature, is like a one-off measurement. Is I mean, as you said, you go to CVS and you 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 get a device for five bucks. Um, that's not something Apple necessarily needs to do or wants to do like i mean they couldn't compete with a five dollar device um but what they can do and what they've done with with the heart rate and, and so on is um like constant monitoring and getting your baselines and mm-hmm. and that is the thing where they can add value and that's what they're doing right now and i think that's that's also the problem with the airpods they would not be a, a constant measurement yeah one of the point you can buy a 20 dollar device that measures your oxygen saturation but apple still put that in the watch yeah because they can monitor that 24 hours but there's there's devices there's devices that connect to the iphone like if you go online there's plenty of um um devices you could buy that talk to the iphone that do these kind of things i've seen no no i'm saying you can go and buy a little thing that clips on your finger and Right, it monitors your your, your O2 sat, which is the, basically the equivalent of the ten dollar thermometer. Right, but, so but you're putting in. A, again, you know, I think if place. Apple could do the th- temperature, they do it. 
Yeah, but um, Jim, the thing is, you're not just like with the temperature, you know, you, uh, the thermometer, you're not going to walk around with it all day in your mouth. You're not going yeah. to keep it in your mouth all night. <laughs> it's and all the about thing, that history. Yeah. Well, and the same thing with the O2 sensor, you know, you yeah, you're going to clip it on there to see what's going on, but you're not going to walk around with it. Right. The, what you so, guys are saying is there's all these devices are purposely built to measure these things and they go on your part of the body that could measure it best. Apple doesn't have that unless they sell you those parts. And well, you, Apple could sell you the thing that you clip on your finger that you mm-hmm. have at the drugstore. Apple could sell you and say, you know, just wear this all day, and you're, it will go on, on your phone. I don't. They're but not, I thought Patrice was saying Apple's not going to. You know, they don't need to put temperature in because they don't want to compete with a a five dollar device or ten dollar device. So my argument is, yeah, I think they do it anyway. All those reasons you said, yeah, then, you know, because you've got it on you all the time, you know, where is, you know, do you have a thermometer? Where is it? Yeah, that's exactly my point. Where's your thermometer, Dave? Where's your thermometer, Dave? Jim, but that's exactly my point. They, they're not, they're not, they're, that's what their value add is, that they can do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. The value right, add no, is I, not, I, I, I can do really... a one measurement. Patrice is saying all these predictors, whether they're fully accurate or not, on one device that you always have on you, may be great, may be more beneficial than the, some other things. There, there was quite some research um, at the beginning of COVID about the Apple Watch actually being able to predict the like the infection before any test, which was super interesting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Doesn't seem like uh, so much came out of that, but there. I know I know of people who, but they just got a very generic alert that was, mm-hmm. by the way, your heart rate has increased. And after that, they realized they had COVID. Mm-hmm. Same. That's there the first another, predictor for me. Once, once this is in the mainstream Apple Watch that all the people have, all of a sudden, it's way easier to conduct a bunch of other research. This thing that is mm-hmm. a normal vital that you they check every time you walk into a doctor's office suddenly they can measure this because it's in these watches. They can conduct more studies. They can see mm-hmm. how it can improve their ability to track your sleep. Mm-hmm. They can they can start to test and experiment with a whole lot more things just because it's in way more actual public release devices. But even, doc- I, I feel even like doctors I'm... know that it's not, you know, I've, I've talked to my doctors, I say, it's a nice little toy indicator and we appreciate the, these devices on you. But here, let me get your real vitals. And I think they know, they say this is kind of, it's good that I got you in the door kind of thing. But, you know, it's not a perfect system. On your it, it, my it, experience it, with my doctors has been they're so happy that I have an Apple Watch and it's collecting useful data for them. Mm-hmm. I've not really depends on the person. Yeah. yeah, I've never had a doctor say, let me let me see what that watch. I, I have had my doctor. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a doctor, doctor at one point that uh, that bagged on the Apple Watch. Yeah. And I asked him, well, what exactly is it that uh, that's the problem? And he just went on about stupid Apple products and, yeah. and hypochondriac. <laughs> okay. So and you got an old school, you know, yeah. no, no technology people, doctors who are really good. But, you know, that's not. Well, and, and 
uh, Jeff, you bring up an interesting point. You know, it's it's sort of like looking up, uh, you know, you have a pain in your foot. So you look up something on the Internet and you find out that you've got some rare tropical yeah, disease. Ne- never go to WebMD <laughs> for anything, ever. Yeah. Google is probably most doctors' exactly. real issue. If Jeff has underpants fever. Yeah. Jeff, you have underpants fever and that's what uh, WebMD told you. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's I can imagine that that's in the in the wrong hands that could complicate a doctor's life in, in a lot of ways or the hypochondriacs, you know, yeah. Go, oh my God, doctor, my, you know, my heart rate was up two beats per minute all day yesterday. You know, am I getting sick or is that indicative of anything? You know, you, I can hear it now. And so. I'm sure it's still, um, it happens. I'm sure even now. So. This Mac voices panel wraps up the discussions in the next edition of Mac voices, where we take a deep look at the effect that FileMaker and its announcement that it will be free for single users, may have on the database market at all levels and on you. That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.